Welcome to the Uplevel Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Allie Gregoire. If you want to take your life to the next level, eliminate stress, become healthier, wealthier, and more in tune with energy, intuition, and how to manifest the life of your dreams, you are in the right place. Each week, we are going to dive deep on topics that will get you thinking outside the box and help you completely transform from the inside out. Because when you change your thinking, you can transform your life, and then anything you want is in reach. Let's get started. Are you ready to let go of the need to be perfect? For some of you, this episode is going to be particularly challenging to imagine living your life without being perfect. For others, you might think I don't strive for perfectionism, but after listening to this episode, you might find some ways that perfectionism is actually creeping up in your life unknowingly and stealing your inner peace, stealing your success. I used to take pride in ensuring that I never made mistakes. I've made mistakes before, but actively trying to avoid those mistakes, avoid judgment from myself, from other people, looking put together from my makeup to my clothes, making sure I left the house with at least mascara on, proofreading text that I write several times, to ensure it was absolutely perfect, but it never really being absolutely perfect because I would always want to make another tweak every time I read through it. Needing my nutrition to be 100% perfect, otherwise I would spiral out of control for several days or weeks, eating too much chocolate or salty snacks, the list goes on. But then I started noticing this past year how these habits were affecting me in ways that were not contributing to my success. They were not contributing to my inner peace. So we're going to dive into a lot of ways that perfectionism can creep up in our life, the symptoms of perfectionism, so that you can identify if it is leading your life in a way that is not contributing to your inner peace or your success or happiness. All right, so let's dive in. Jealousy of other people, comparing yourself to others, especially with social media, this is so easy to do in our society today. And when you are feeling jealous that the grass is greener in somebody else's life, this is imagining that other people have a perfect life and they don't deal with problems and challenges and issues. When in fact, that is completely false and social media gives off this false belief that other people have it better than us. So if you find yourself jealous of other people, which can happen to a lot of people, most people, then start identifying ways that you can realize that they don't have it easier. You know, some people may have an easier life. Easier is subjective, right? Is easier because they have more money to spend on things that they want to do, right? Everybody has ups and downs in their life. Nobody has it perfect. Another way that perfectionism can show up in our life is stress within families. Do you have a lot of stress within your family, your immediate family, your extended family? Is there a lot of gossiping? 
who did this, who's not doing that, how they raise their kids, whether or not the grandparents are raising the grandkids a certain way if they watch them, or aunts and uncles. Is there a lot of gossip within your family? And if the answer is yes, then there may be a lot of perfectionism tendencies that your family has that you can possibly contribute to letting go of, at least in your own life, so that it doesn't have to affect your inner peace. We'll get to a lot of the ways that you can um, change this in your life at the end of this episode, um, but for now we're just going to you know, go through this list of the ways that perfectionism can show up. So the next one on the list is anxiety, social anxiety especially. So if you suffer from this anxious feeling about being in a room with other people or not knowing what to say or feeling really nervous to get up on a stage and speak, whether it's to friends and family or if it's to strangers that you don't know, right? Having anxiety in these settings, not knowing what to say, can really creep up as perfectionism because we think that we need to act a certain way or say a certain thing to be liked. The next one is overwhelm and stress with everyday life and special events. So what I mean by that is, are you the type of person that wanted in the past or maybe you're planning your wedding right now and wants a perfect wedding? Like, to the T, everything has to be absolutely thought out, planned out, perfect. And if somebody doesn't have the perfect dress or makeup or hair or the events aren't perfectly planned, then you kind of lash out or, or project your stress onto other people. Are you someone that needs to have the perfect shower wedding shower, baby shower, graduation party even, right? When you're planning a retirement party or whatever it might be, are you so rigid in your desires and wants that you have to, you know, at the expense of your inner peace and everybody else around you, right, that suffers? Another way that perfectionism can show up in our life is being too busy, that you are running from place to place and absolutely exhausted. At the end of this list, we're going to go into why we do this. What are the benefits? This one in particular has to do with overcommitment based on perhaps the need to be liked, right? Making sure that other people think fondly of us. Another way that perfectionism can creep up in your life is nutrition and this idea of all or nothing thinking. I mentioned the way this showed up in my life earlier in this episode, but how does it affect your life? If you've ever been on a diet or you're striving to just simply eat more fruits and vegetables and eat leaner proteins and getting a good balance of nutrients in your body, well... Do you eat well during the week and then one meal towards the end of the week leads to a few days or weeks spiraling out of control with your eating, eating too much junk food so that there is a heavier balance in that junk food versus the nutritious food. Another way that perfectionism can show up in our life is regret, especially after 
being around others and social events, wishing that you would have said something differently or showed up differently. And this can tie into also a loss of sleep because you're tossing and turning, thinking, I wish I could have done this differently or that differently, right? Thinking and ruminating on the past too much that your body can't actually relax and go to sleep. Fear of judgment is another really big one. Not putting yourself out there because you fear, what are other people going to think of me, right? What are my high school friends going to think of me if I put myself out there and I start a business and, you know, you suffer from this idea of who am I? Imposter syndrome is what that's called. Who am I to be sharing my ideas if you don't have the right titles or education, And the last one I want to talk about today is appearance. And again, this is another one I mentioned that showed up in my life. Not leaving the house without makeup or the perfect clothes. Maybe you need to run an errand, you're in pajamas, and you have to change out of them. I know it might seem completely crazy to think that you would leave the house in pajamas, but think about it for a second. Are you changing out of your sweatpants because you are in fear of what other people will think, what strangers will think in CVS or the supermarket, or if you run into somebody you know and you're in sweatpants. Or maybe it shows up appearance-wise in the perfect family photo. Maybe the Christmas card every year has to be absolutely perfect because you have to send it out. What will people think if you don't? So let's talk about why we do all of this. Why do these traits and habits show up in our life? What are the benefits? It's important to do a cost-benefit analysis in all of this because that can help you identify, first of all, why am I doing this? What is it costing me? And then you'll be able to make a more educated decision in how you want to live your life moving forward. You don't have to get rid of any of these if they are not contributing to losing inner peace. But if you have a lot of stress in your life, like many people do, then this can be one step to reducing that stress. All right, so the benefits. One of them is comfort. And this shows up for a lot of people. The need to be comfortable, the need to avoid judgment, because you don't want to feel any feelings of embarrassment or shame or guilt in the way you show up, so you'd rather just stay comfortable. I will share that this one showed up in my life very subtly, and it took me almost a year or a little over a year to realize how much I was striving for comfort, staying in my comfort zone. On a surface level, I probably seem like the type of person that gets out of their comfort zone all the time. I stand up in front of a room full of fitness enthusiasts or people who are even new to fitness and I lead them. I'm sitting on this podcast, putting myself out there, not worrying about my comfort zone. But this showed up for me in so such subtle ways like the need to have comfortable clothes, right? I'm really into soft materials to the point where I need to be wearing something buttery soft. Otherwise, I won't enjoy what I'm wearing. 
it also showed up for me in wanting to stay in bed a little bit later, snoozing my alarm because it was too cold to get out of bed. My, my bed was so comfortable to be in that I just avoided getting out and getting on with my day. It also showed up for me in waiting four years to launch this podcast, thinking that I didn't have enough experience, so might as well just stay comfortable and avoid this fear of judgment. But once I realized that it was actually more selfish of me to stay comfortable and not put myself out there and and help somebody that really needs my voice, then it all shifted for me. All right, so that is one of the benefits, this idea of staying comfortable, not getting out of your comfort zone. So that might be showing up in your life as that benefit and why you do this. Another one of the benefits is this need to be liked. And I mentioned this one already briefly, but really just you know making sure that everybody else is happy around you at your own expense. And that shows up in, you know, regret and overwhelm and stress and social anxiety, wanting to be liked because you have a fear of being alone. Or maybe you've never been alone before. And by alone, I don't necessarily mean that you live by yourself I just mean alone in your own thoughts, proud of yourself without needing other people's approval. And the last one is that these tend to be reflections of our own shame, guilt, or fear internally. That fear of being judged. So let's make things absolutely perfect and avoid that judgment at all costs. Judgment can really affect our lives to the point where we stay stuck rather than moving ahead and forward in the way that we want to in life. And diving into this one a little bit more, we all have unconscious beliefs, beliefs that drive our day-to-day life. Every decision that we make or self-talk we have stems from our unconscious beliefs. And for most people, we're on autopilot. We leave school. If we finished school, we head into the workplace. We start making some money, whether or not we like our job. And then society's expectation of us or our family's expectation of us or our own expectations lead us to wanting to get married, finding the perfect partner, in a certain amount of time, wanting to get married, have kids, watch the kids grow up. It's like boom, boom, boom. You have to have this perfect order of events. You have to get married before you have a baby. All of these perfectionism habits are showing up because of these unwritten rules of our society, who we are, our identity. And this stems from the groups that we belong to. So we belong to so many. Our country, our culture, our gender, class, age group, race, religion, 
family, community, workplace. Each of these groups has their own rules and belief systems. Some are written, some are silently understood. And they're necessary for maintaining order. So that's why society has these groups and these rules. But do they serve us? Do we unconsciously belong to these certain groups and stress creeps up in our life because we are not, we don't perfectly fit into that group? Here's a really great question to ask yourself. From whom do you seek approval? Your perfectionism tendencies, who are you trying to impress? Our unconscious beliefs, they stem from our childhood. What our caretakers, our parents, modeled to us. Was your mom, dad, or other caretakers a perfectionist? Did you experience rejection or loneliness in your life growing up? And then if you start to identify, well, yes to any of these, Think about your parents and their childhood growing up. This is why we can never get mad or resent our parents for the things we didn't didn't get as children. They were doing their best. Their parents probably had a lot of trauma or rejection or loneliness that stemmed down. So it's almost like generational trauma And where does the book stop? Does it stop with you and your generation? Or are you going to carry this on and let it affect your children's life? So what is the cost? The cost of being a perfectionist is your inner peace, your happiness. Thinking about, are you making decisions just to please others? What actually pleases you? Are you giving away your personal power in some of these traits and habits? The answer is probably yes. And furthermore, you are actually pushing away abundance and prosperity, success in your life. Because a lack-based mindset has a lot to do with this. So being too perfect that you are worried about what you don't have and what you're not doing that you're, you actually repel things from, quote-unquote, miraculously coming your way. In the last episode, we talked about this, how your self-talk can lead to miracles coming your way or not based on your thoughts. Thoughts are energy. So are you actually repelling abundance and prosperity and happiness and success in the, in the where you want to go with your life? Are you repelling it? just by the way you think and act? The answer might be yes. And then the last thing, what is the cost? Right, If you're not willing to put yourself out there and share your story, if this is something that you feel called to do, it's actually a selfish choice to stay in your comfort zone. There is somebody out there that needs to hear your voice and needs your story and your experiences. 
So consider how much longer you want to give away your inner peace, your happiness, your personal power. Consider what your definition of each of these groups that you're a part of are. What is your definition of family? Maybe it's not spending time with family during the holidays. Maybe it's booking a trip somewhere wonderful. Maybe it's not having kids. Maybe it's having kids but focusing on your career first and not worrying about what mom and dad and aunts and uncles think. They may make comments to you, but who cares? Don't let it affect your inner peace. Because what they think and the judgments that they make are only a reflection of themselves. It has nothing to do with you. Consider what is your personal definition of success? What is your personal definition of happiness? Without getting caught up in society's norms. What is true at one time for us, at some point no longer serves us. And it eventually becomes a lie. And from time to time, we need to clean our lens, get new glasses, and see the world and observe the world in a different way. Our seeing is limited by the groups that shape us and our experience growing up. So asking yourself, what am I not seeing? Because I'm seeing what I'm seeing. It can be a really powerful question to ask yourself. What has served you up until this point that no longer serves you? Don't carry any regret about the way you've lived your life up until now because at one point, that worked for you. That was important to you. What are your internal hopes and dreams starting today? Not worrying about, I should have done this or I should not have done that based on messages that you received in your childhood and even yourself as you grew up. Really ask yourself, who are you seeking approval from? The number one person you should be seeking approval from is yourself. And really, observing the way you interact with others, are you real? Or are you a social chameleon? Are you a people pleaser in that you read a room And you kind of adapt to the way you interact with other people based on who you're with. All of these questions can really start to open up perfectionism in your life and what you want to let go of because it no longer serves you. It takes time to get to the root of perfectionism. It took me over a year. It took me time to identify where it lies. And it's not always an easy, quote unquote, path to take because you're going to perhaps uncover some some things that you maybe don't feel proud about. But it's okay. You know, it's like a metaphorical two by four between the eyes when you realize how much you let perfectionism drive your life. But it's a good thing because it's going to take you to the next level. What is the next level for you? That's the question I want to end with. As always, thank you for listening. It's a pleasure to be in your energy, and I hope you have a great day. 
Thank you for listening to the Uplevel Your Life podcast. If you found value from this episode, please recommend it to a friend or family member who would benefit too. Also, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a review and share it on your social media channels as it will help me reach more people. Thanks so much again, and I'll see you on the next episode.